Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Now on the line from Berlin, we're joined by Noah Slee at the Marier. How you doing? Morning, morning. I'm good. I'm well. Nice, nice. Well, it's evening for you right now uh, in uh, yeah. beautiful <laughs> Berlin. Right, you've got a new track yeah. out, Golden. It's off your upcoming record, which is going to be out on the 29th. Um, it's the final sing- single off the upcoming record, It Takes a Village, following on from Rise and Healing. Uh, three tracks that kind of stand apart from each other musically, but they all kind of uh, interconnect with, uh, you know, have that interconnection of life, and I guess that's your life. So where is uh, where, where in your journey is Golden taking us? Um... I mean, it's all just a reflection um, of uh, experiences and, um, if anything, like recent experiences and um, just like realizations and just, um, you know, being in lockdown for two years, you can't help but reflect and like, you know, go deep. And and I, and that was something um that was part of my process uh, at the time. And I was in the studio a lot with um, a lot of my friends in Berlin. And um, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically what the record is about and all the, all the songs actually. So mm. yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because Golden is like such a, uh, it's a, it's a bubbly tune, but it's really, you know, going a bit deeper and talking about traumas and, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of layers there that are, that are personal and it's and it feels like very um cathartic to to sing about it and and yeah it's 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 funny because like often people don't really realize it and um until like they kind of like read the lyrics and and realize that uh you know that they relate to in so many ways so um yeah it's nice to have it out and it's have nice to have people um resonate with them yeah well that's the important thing about a lot of music though right is that connection even if even if the the sentiment is not well the person singing about is not necessarily focused on you and what you're going through you can relate so much to you, um to, to music mm-hmm. and that's why music's so important to the psyche and the soul and i think um a lot of people will be yeah. able to do so on all three of these tracks that you put out so far and i expect for the album as well and, and this track is is um about changing one's mindset right uh, um and, and that that can be a struggle um, you know, we're all tied down with, with baggage, mm-hmm. baggage from the past. Um, uh, we all search, you know, we're all kind of searching for that golden feeling. Uh, do you? And but life's part, life's journey is kind of part of getting to that that golden point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of um, the idea of it is just actually sifting and like confronting things um, that you come to realize and finding those golden pieces that are, you know, uh, it is a process and and it takes time. But like when you do find those golden pieces, it really, you know, kind of takes you out of a situation and it helps you to um, grow and appreciate. And um, that's basically what it's about. You know, at the end of the day, it's just about, it's a positive song, but it's, it also comes from a place uh, of reflection. So it's just, yeah, in, in a way, it's just like, uh, I mean, the chorus is it itself, you know, like sifting through these traumas till I f- find these golden pieces that will stand the test of time. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's something that really stuck with me. And it was kind of like a mantra for a while for me. And um, yeah, it's, it's it, it feels like rewarding and really um, therapeutic to put it in song form too. 
Nice. Tell us about the production on this one. It's got that kind of modern R&B flow. Uh, yeah, I work with um, this guy. His name's Luther. Um, he's uh, from Leeds. And he uh, before COVID, he was um, coming from like UK to Berlin quite often. But um, we worked remotely on this one. And uh, yeah, he's a good friend of mine and... Yeah, I, I kind of work with the same producers a lot of the time and, yeah. you know, we kind of get each other and I'm sending them voice notes or I'm starting the song. And this one, though, um, it was kind of like a fully formed beat already. And also when I sang it, I did it in like, you know, in kind of one sitting and it just happened. And it was after a few conversations. And uh, yeah, it was kind of like a quick, quick song, you know, it just like flowed. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Joy Denelaine, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, what a smoky voice. Um, she's been in the yeah. game for a while, for a long time. Yeah. But I guess as a yeah. German artist, I, I mean, I haven't heard of her before. Um, and she's released a couple of English um, language records. Um, I think the most recent one was out of Motown. Um, can you tell us a little bit about her? Yeah, so uh, Joy is um, a Berlin artist. Uh, she's um, an Afro-German soul singer. And to be honest with you, like one of the first soul singers, you know, um, from from Germany um, doing that kind of style. Yeah. And um, yeah, she's been in the, in, in, in the industry for decades and she's just, you know, um, well respected and like evolves and is always like creating like really interesting music. And um, also, her her husband is also like a you know an icon here in Germany. He's a, he's a rapper, so they're bit, they're bit of a like a <laughs> a, a power duo. And um, is it the Beyonce yeah, and I mean, Jay Z? <laughs> the German version, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, yeah. It was, it was, uh, I I knew one of her songs um, actually before I moved to to Germany, and then I, you know, like living here in Berlin, you 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 start to understand like the scene a little bit, and you know the OGs and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's it's a true honor to to work with her, and she released a beautiful album, um, I think two years ago. Yeah that I also connected with um, has an awesome song with um, also some American artists and yeah she's been signed to Motown for, for years actually yeah that's amazing so, yeah. Um, you've been in Berlin for a while now five or six years um, you know it's a beacon of art and culture uh, in the world <clears throat> it was you know what has that city and that scene kind of not necessarily allowed you to do as an artist but what has that opened up to you as an artist I mean it's just I mean, at, at this stage in my life, it's kind of just allowed me to create um, what, I, what I want, you know. It's allowed me that freedom in my journey right now to, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in a place where, I'm, where I've been here for so long and I have my people and I kind of know, like, how it all works. But I've kind of pushed it a little further and I've allowed myself to really... Um, conjure up creative ideas outside of my music career um, that also fuels me and gives me so much energy, um, whether it be like, you know, um, a night event, you know, a club night or, um, you know, side projects. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, it's a bit of a trip that like my day to day is just like random creativity and it's always mixed up and it's never the same thing in one go you know like i might be songwriting or i might be like um 
working on my own music one day. I might be like working with my collective. I might be directing a film, uh, sorry, a music video or short film. So it's, yeah, for me, it's, it's become, you know, I've kind of like done the whole like, you know, going out part and now I've like really settled in and um, yeah, I have my flow and, and it's, it's, I don't know. I, I, I often um, pinch myself and just that, that I do this, you know, like yeah. as, as, full time and that's and that's my life and um yeah so it's just allowed me the the creative freedom really and just to explore other art forms that you know maybe in my mind i i limited myself that i couldn't do it and um you know it's kind of like the right uh balance here where people you know will will hit you up and be like okay you know you know you need to fine tune that but it also there's also that energy where people um allow you to explore different creative um ventures so mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for that. Nice, nice. Um, the music video, self-directed by yourself, uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a journey through the story of the song, um, you know, and it's great to see you, um, some, like, Tongan dress and, and imagery in there as well. Can you tell us a little bit about the thought behind it and its creation? Yeah, I mean, I uh, we basically worked backwards. Like, I knew I was going to shoot in Spain because I have some friends there and you know I, I have a bit of access to like locations and like you know some of my friends at DOP so like you know we're kind of like um crossing like resources in a way and um so I knew I was I was gonna shoot in Spain and I didn't want to like kind of do a super cheesy like I don't know on a boat or like by the <laughs> sea kind of video because yeah. <laughs> I don't know like it could easily go that way with the beat, you know? Yeah, 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 totally. Um, <laughs> and um, I wanted there to be a bit more depth uh, with the video. And a lot of it is, um, you know, not like overtly in your face, but it's kind of like layered. And, um, you know, I thought about trauma and generational trauma. And I wanted to like show kind of um, symbolism of that and my, you know, my perspective on that. And, um, you know, like there's like the, the opening scene is like um, in a castle in Europe and it's kind of like got the classic gown. And this is like a friend of mine, also a collaborator. Her name is Stephanie. You know, from the back, it just looks like someone's, you know, like in the middle of Europe, you know, like kind of owning their their castle. And then it comes yeah. to the front and it shows her face and she's from Papua New Guinea. And it's got this like kind of, it has this shocking moment where, like, okay, it's got this, like, traditional face pain. And at that point, it's already, like, you know, I mean, my intention is that it's already getting people thinking, like, you know, about what, what that means. And, mm. and you know, for me, it's just, like, you know, I wanted to show signs of, like, um, you know, colonization and its effects, you know, because I am here in Europe, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, and, you know, it's kind of, like... Yeah, I, I there is symbolism in that way. There's symbolism and um and uh, also like you know I wanted to show women in a powerful way and in a setting and in an environment that they aren't necessarily in, which is like the CEO and in a boardroom. And so yeah, it's, it's I don't know. I just you know like it's it's kind of it's 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 fun in a way. And like I did a lot of research and it's it's been such like a joy for me to really like tell these stories and like little little stories you know so um yeah 
But I don't want to like give away too much because it's kind of like you know I you also allow the viewer to perceive it and and like take 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 it how they like to. So yeah. It's important though, like you're talking about trauma and, you know, there's a lot of intergenerational trauma and you are in the, you know, the home of, um, you're in Europe, as you said before, and home of colonialism, but, you know, New Zealand's got a huge part to play in colonialism of, of the Pacific, especially um Especially in in Tonga and, and what happened in the nineteen sixties and seventies in New Zealand with the Dawn Raid stuff, and and so that intergeneral in a intergenerational trauma is very well and true within Aotearoa, yeah, uh, as it is uh, with what our New Zealand government has done, uh, as it is to what Europeans have done as well, right? Yes, yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's often um, often like not talked about actually. Oh, I talk about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, I try to anyway, because um, it's important. Um, right, mm-hmm. so the album is out on the 29th of this month, so not long to go now. Um, you're touring Europe and the UK soon uh, for the first time in a wee while. Uh, it's pre-pandemic, I guess. Um, what about Aotearoa? Is there any chance of you coming home uh, any time in the next year off the back of this record? For sure, for sure. Um, we're going to be announcing some dates soon but i'm definitely i'm gonna spend some time in new zealand and australia um like at the end of the year i mean i don't know if i'm I, i'm sure i'm gonna be playing but i might also be coming back in june so just gotta like keep an eye out um on my socials so yeah be figuring out the details for that soon but no i really miss my my, my family and i miss my friends and i miss home i miss new zealand so um yeah i'm really looking forward to coming back like you know, um, maybe from November or December sometime uh, nice. for for a while. Summertime. I need it. Summertime. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get another spore. Uh, you might get a jump on that bill or something like that. Well, hey, yeah, Noah, an absolute pleasure to talk to you this morning. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you, man. Yeah, it was, it was a really great chat. Golden is out now, uh, along with the other three singles, um, and they're all on Spotify. Always, I mean, sorry, uh, Bandcamp. Always go to Bandcamp. Bandcamp first, uh, before anyone else. Yes. Uh, and then the album will be out on the 29th, which you can order on Bandcamp as well. Uh, we're going to play Golden now. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you, man. Have a wonderful day in Berlin, and we'll talk again soon. Cheers. Yeah, man. Have a, have a good rest of your day. Thanks for the chat. It was awesome. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Yep. to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.